as we walk through the book of James, I am looking at these Bible verses and reflecting on how our thought processes as, as human beings, as believers in Christ. James tells us that trials are inevitable in our lives. We will come across trials in our lives. Jesus also said, he said, in this world, you will have trouble, right? And James says, you know, trials are inevitable. He said, when you fall into various trials, not if. And Jesus said, he didn't say sometimes you will have trouble or tribulation. He said, this will happen. He also tells us that the world will hate us as it hated him first. He doesn't say if. There's no condition. This is a certainty that we see in scripture. However, we as believers think that troubles are an abnormality in our lives. But troubles are part of the human experience, right? Trials are inevitable. And James says that when, when we fall into various trials, we will fall into them, not step into them. We will fall into them. And, and we also see in Psalm 116, just give me a minute to pull that. We see here in Psalm 16, um, Psalm 116.3. Let me pull out my Bible verse again. It says, the pains of death surround me and the pangs of sure laid hold of me. I found trouble and sorrow. We will fall into trouble trials will come but one thing we need to keep in mind is that trials are not meant to break us or destroy us they are meant to test our faith right so when we go through trials we're able to see and see a reflection of our faith there we're able to see where we are as far as our faith is concerned and not only that, God uses that also so that those who see can be able to see the evidence of our faith. Amen. And we get to see the evidence of our faith as well as we go through trials. And, and nothing that is worthless is tested. Our faith is tested because it is precious. It has value. Our faith has value in relation to our salvation, right? We have to have faith in order to receive the Lord Jesus Christ. Spurgeon said, um, faith is as vital to salvation as the heart is vital to the body. He says, hence the javelins of the enemy are mainly aimed at this essential grace. So our faith is attacked. And this brings me down to this Bible verse that sometimes maybe we do 
read, but we don't go to the next part. I'm going to read Daniel 3, 16 to 17. It says, um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered the king. This is in the book of Daniel. They say, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. This was concerning them bound down to, to the statue that he had put, to, put together. And, and, and he demanded that everybody bow down to that. But we know that the Bible tells us and the, the children of Israel were taught not to bow down the knee to anybody else. You shall have no other gods but me, saith the Lord God. And so they refuse to bow down to this, to this idol. But they go on here and it says, if that, if that is the case, then you're going to throw us into the furnace, the furry furnace, right? Our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. And he will deliver us from your hand, O king. And a lot of times as believers, that's where we stop. God will deliver us. Yes, he will deliver us. He is capable. It is correct. But sometimes we got to get to Job now. Sometimes to the circumstances of Job. And remember that even if he doesn't, it does not diminish his ability, his providence, and his status as God. That's what we struggle with as believers. It is hard for us to understand that even when God does not take the illness away, bring the husband back, bring the prodigal home, provide for us as we thought or our circumstances do not work out the way we thought they would that he is still God and us as his children we still have to worship and still have the role of a child of God even in those circumstances that we still worship him we still do not bow our knees to anything else or seek anything else. We do not turn to tarot cards. We do not turn to, to palm readers and seers and horoscopes and witchcraft. We say, even if in this circumstance I stay until the day I breathe my last, you, Lord God, are still God. You are still good. My circumstance does not change your character and your goodness. So these three young men, they said, but even not, if, if God, who we know is capable of delivering us from the burning fiery furnace, if he does not deliver us, even though he's capable, they say, let it be known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods. No, we worship the gold image which you set up. And that's where we start having issues. 
as believers in Christ. That's when we start questioning God's goodness. That's where we start questioning why God allows certain circumstances in our lives. That's why we question why the trials and the, the, the testing came into our lives. We forget our circumstances do not dictate God's character or his goodness. So what James is saying here, he's saying that you will fall into various trials and, and, and not step 